This is the Two Dudes Talk Tattoos podcast, a more advanced look at tattooing. This podcast focuses on science, design, and everything else that is tattoo related. This show isn't really for the beginner, but more for the experienced artist with questions that need answering so they can improve their tattoo game. It's also for those who just like to listen to podcasts, so like, you don't really have to listen to us tell you not to listen to us. Well, anyways, if you do decide to listen, thank you. Be sure to tell your friends about us. But be aware, we do have a rule on the show. Don't ask us what brands we use. How do you like, how do you do that? <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, we had we had five thousand views. It looked like in two days on our video. That's not terrible. It's fucking wild, dude. I'm thinking it's about like, my Instagram. Gets. Yeah, I had five thousand views in one month on my YouTube. <laughs> 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 I get five thousand views on my website. That like roughly, you know, three quarters of a week a week. But a fucking that's just wild. I don't know how you can use social media like like TikTok for fucking tattoos though it doesn't make any sense you're just like oh look whoa 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 it's a jerry bruckheimer production yeah, it, <laughs> it's not i don't think it's about the tattoos i think it's about the individual so mm. like like you can use tiktok as a promotional platform but you're specifically promoting yourself oh yeah right so you have to make yourself as interesting as possible just put on some fucking tidy whities and have my fucking shit all pushed right up to the front like a goddamn cabbage in a goddamn sling and just be like i do tattoos and then right. show the tattoo You'll get 10 million views in one day <laughs> look at my sausage and see my tattoos um i don't know i went borat there my wife um <laughs> it's so fucking stupid I don't get it. Like I tried to figure out, like everyone's like, you got to know the algorithm. When you hit the algorithm, everything work out. I'm like, I don't fucking care. I don't want to have 10 million. Well, I mean, I'd love to make the money that you can make off that shit. But I mean, like it seems so fleeting. I totally, I totally understand uh, Instagram and Facebook. And I don't give a shit to try to obtain anything on social media. Yeah. So like Instagram, you're just working for Instagram, right? Like oh, if yeah. you were to think about yourself as an employee, you have to create constant videos, reels, posts, and essentially your goal is to take as much attention as you can from the viewer. Right. Oh yeah. The more attention that you can get from the viewer. And the more that Instagram's algorithm sees that you're getting attention, the more, more it will promote, you. promote your stuff so you get more attention. The squeaky wheel shit. That's right. funny. Huh. So on that level, it's a really simple platform to understand. Yeah. It's but, a fucking advertising machine. Right. Yeah. But also on that level, I don't give a fuck to buy into the bullshit. I'm not going to sit there and work my ass off to entertain that notion that's ridiculous mm. i just use instagram as a portfolio yeah you've seen my instagram Woofa doofa um 
how like how much time every week do you spend on instagram like or facebook or social media like total if you were to compact it into a single time frame how much time are you on it i think i post like once a week on fucking instagram yeah so i'll post and then i'll check some messages and that's about it i, I fucking hate instagram i have never booked <laughs> no offense instagram, instagram but yeah <laughs> yeah shots it's such a fucking waste of time uh i spend a lot more time on facebook um facebook is more like people i actually fucking know are on facebook so like mm. we communicate there and like i make posts that are essentially somewhat fucking helpful for people you know like yeah. um i'll make random posts about you know just weird shit that i'm thinking or doing or like helpful posts on like i made a video series on like how i clean my like 800 dollars paintbrushes and all this shit oh yeah um so i do that shit on facebook because i just assume that it's helpful for other people you know like a lot of my friends on facebook are actual tattoo artists and artists oh yeah so as far as like random strangers go or like clients or anything that might be like 10 percent of my facebook and the rest is literally tattoo artists oh that's cool. <laughs> so, that's a good way to connect yeah so socialization through facebook instagram for connections for stuff like it maybe even clients do you get clients off instagram i have gotten precisely zero bookings from instagram i made nothing i get a lot of clients so, off of instagram um it's it's a really easy way to promote within a bubble oh okay yeah so um i don't really understand why but but like uh my instagram and the shop's instagram feed off of each other like crazy so like oh. in the last two days the shop's instagram got like 200 followers so my instagram got 50 followers oh shit yeah like, yeah it, it works really weirdly uh symbiotic yeah that's crazy yeah i fuck, I don't know i'm i'm nervous about it because we're opening that shop down here in the next like couple months and I don't want to, I don't want to become a slave to the social media. Like we were thinking about setting up a shop that's a bit different, like a speakeasy, like a Japanese tattoo shop, right? You got to go see this dude on Just the street corner. Speakeasy tattoo. Oh yeah. Fuck that. I know. Um, <laughs> one in every state. Yeah, I know. There's only one that actually seemed kind of cool, but it was still too bourgeoisie for me. Um, we know, <laughs> we know which one that is. Um, I was thinking about doing like, you know, back I mean, even a few years ago, if you want to get a tattoo in Japan, you could just like walk in and do whatever. You had to go see that dude on the street corner, hop on the back of a Vespa. He'd drive you like two miles. You walk into a room, meet this dude, make a phone call, right? And then like somebody would come pick you up and take you to go get a tattoo, you know? Yeah, I was just joking around with uh, Josh about that. And uh, I told him, I think my dream tattoo shop would be literally a tattoo shop on the top of a mountain where you have to hire like a Sherpa and a guide just to make it. Oh, yeah. what's, what's that like that lady in the philippines right like the world's oldest fucking tattoo or whatever right like you've got to go hike right. for two days to get to her and you get there and you're like oh man i want to get a tattoo she's like come back next week like, like, <laughs> here go back down to the bottom of the mountain get me some water would you <laughs> that'd be fucking great you got to get one of those crazy beards though like in the fucking you know kung fu movies and stuff people come up you're like twirling on your finger and shit <laughs> so you want to have a tattoo do you are you irish <laughs> that'd be fucking great worth it. <laughs> totally worth it um 
I was thinking that because like I don't I don't know. There's always like the conflicting part of me that's like super competitive. Like I want to have the biggest, best fuck you shop in this goddamn city, right? And bury everyone. Say I'll come working for me and call me boss. Yeah. And, you know, I don't want that at the same time. <laughs> I don't want my shop to be competitive. Yeah. It, like this, it's a weird thing to say, right? So the way that I view my shop is that it's not a fucking tattoo shop. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're just like, like looking at it, you know. My shop yeah. to compete. I don't want my shop to look like a tattoo shop when you walk in, right? Yeah. Like I want people to walk in and go, "Do people fucking file taxes here?" <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, like when you walk in, it looks like a cozy little lounge. There's uh, nice furniture. Uh, there's no tattooing done in the front of the tattoo shop. That's nice. Right? It's really quiet. We have scented candles. There's jazz music playing. Mm. there's like a coffee bar and a drink area <laughs> is the is oh. tailored fit like your baby now compared to like because like scarlet veil is fucking beautiful as well right but it almost like how you're right. describing the two like one was very utilitarian the you go there it's very much it's like an art shop like when you walked in, it's, it's like an art collective right like you walk in it's a big space where everyone can kind of work together but then you go in your own fucking rooms and do your work right is it much different and right yeah the new one uh the new one is definitely more like I feel like I'm catering to relaxing people. Mm, that's cool. So it's so like Scarlet Veil's a custom tattoo shop, right? Like you walk in, there's art everywhere. You know you're gonna get a good custom tattoo, um, but it's still a tattoo shop. You know, like the moment yeah. you walk in, you're indoctrined with tattoo art. Yeah. Taylor Fit is. You walk in and you're completely fucking confused. <laughs> <laughs> that seems to be. You don't know huge. what the That's fuck's awesome. going on in there. You just yeah. walk in and it's like the most relaxing environment possible. So mm. it, it could be like a spa. It could be a cigar lounge. <laughs> you know, That's like cool, it dude. raises a lot of questions when you walk in. Mm -hmm. And then somebody says, hi, what can we help you with? Can I get a drink? Do you guys have any matcha? Um, that'd be cool, dude. I, I was thinking about that. Like, do you I'm trying to think about the, the experience? Because we did a test a couple years ago with like different types of music played on the stereo and just people getting tattooed, right? And um, depending on how the music was played, people would sit for different amounts of times, right? If you have screamo, freaking oi boy punk or whatever, people sit for maybe two hours, three if they're lucky, but I mean, they're in pain when they're pushing that way, right? They're like, turn the music up, fuck this, you know what I mean? Then you put on like spa right. music or jazz or something, and someone would sit for seven hours and be like, oh, this was fun. And you're like, what? <laughs> you put up Britney Spears, people would only sit for like fucking two and a half hours. Or like, it has to be very specific, like the tone. I didn't notice, like, or didn't know if you had noticed that there was like a difference in at least like how people interacted with the shop you know and how oh, yeah. they enjoyed i've been it. doing this for years so uh if i play music in the shop in the morning like in the lobby of the shop um it's usually some type of like smooth jazz piano coffee bar type fucking music yeah. right so people walk in and uh we have this like fruity vanilla whatever scent candles in the shop so you walk in and you're hit immediately with this like really great smelling aroma. And then there's Warm, just like slow music fighting. playing yeah. and shit. Um, 
And then once you get past that, so the shop's in broken into like three or four se sections. So yeah. once you're past the lobby, there's a little work area where we like sit, hang out and draw, et cetera. And then there's individual rooms for tailored fit. And then once you're in the room, you know, we just ask the client whatever type of music it is they want to listen to, and we'll play that for them. But uh, much more upper scale, upper class approach to. I should that sounds re re exclusionary. It's just it's 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 past the custom shop or this is a high end shop. Like, it's you know. it's just it's catering the experience to your client. Hmm. It's a custom tattoo. This like all aspects of it, just artwork, interaction, the experiences is more right. It's not just. I'm right. coming in to get rad artwork and get the fuck out. Like you're going to remember this for the next decade minimum, right? Like, right. There's a dress code in the shop. Um, everything's business casual. To <laughs> there goes my guest spot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had to jump. But it was it was realistically like, you know, if somebody's going to come in, you know. You don't want them to have this like they walk into the door and it's immediately like a nice warm inviting mm. atmosphere and then somebody walks out with like a picture of like some bitch in her fucking stripper <laughs> outfit and says like get hose or whatever on it and Sean Wayne like, Gacy with it, a bullet wound on his head yeah it's just like right, it wouldn't make any fucking sense right so you're just like okay well that's obviously not going to happen. Yeah. Um, so everybody's just dressed nice. Like you walk in and it looks like. It's just tidy. I don't know. We're a group of lawyers or something. <laughs> yeah. Is the energy level really mellow in the shop too? Like everything is just fucking very chill the whole time people come in. It's like, you know. It is, but it's also like a way more positive atmosphere. Yeah. I got you. Everybody's happy. There's no loud shit going on. There's no arguing or crazy shit going on, you know. So everybody's just like in a good mood all day. That's awesome, you know. Right. Yeah. That's um the shop I'm working at in Washington right now. The the lady that owns it is just like all about the positivity. She she, she was working by herself for like four fucking years at this shop. She had no, or three years, maybe she grabbed this other young lady. She was, you know, just kind of trying to figure stuff out. And she's a fucking phenomenal artist now. Um, and uh, she brought her in and they're, they're both just like super chill. Right. So I went up and met Alex I don't know, like five years ago or something. She first opened her shop and I come in, I'm like, pew, 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 like shooting, fucking, just being a dipshit. Right. <laughs> I'm dressed like basically the exact same. Right. And I sat down, we talked for like four hours. And she's like, I'd love for you to come up and work here, but I just opened. I don't think I have enough work for you. I'm like, cool, dude. We'll keep me in your mind. So the pandemic happened and, and, and she got shut down. She opened back up. Like 30% of the shops in the area were gone. So there's this huge influx of just like extra people, right? She posts right. on Instagram. She's like, I need help. And I messaged her. I'm like, hey, why didn't you ask me? And she's like, holy fuck, dude. I forgot you even existed for a day. Can you come up and work? <laughs> yeah, cool. I show up like this, right? The shop is like, it looks like a 1994 like ace of bass concert like it's just so like bright and blue and sunny and there's like fucking soft music and there's ivy you know, like the fake ivy from the 90s like everywhere right. it's fucking it's like a it's like a nail spa right you walk in i walk in boop, 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 and she's just like all right ryan i need to ask you a favor can you please try to only curse like three times a day i was like i'll fucking try dude 
didn't work but everyone is in such a good mood because the vibe is always positive we all work together and it's just like this camaraderie right when you have people come in and they've got their ball cap sideways and their pants down around their knees like yo what's up (laughs) i want to work at this shop check out my insta we're like i don't know if you're gonna fit in here personally like we already have the one dude you know and then i didn't know if that's kind of the same thing you see people trying to come in maybe they may work or not but is it just like are you judging the energy not to sound like too frou-frou right of of like what they'll bring into the shop more than just um maybe their ability absolutely uh it's it's cut and dry really at this point right so like Mm. if you act like a fucking idiot you're just not gonna work in the shop (laughs) it's pretty straightforward Um, if you dress like a fucking idiot you're not gonna work in the shop. Get the fuck out! Yeah. Um, oh, it's funny. Yeah, I, I don't know. Dude. Like it's like professionally, the goal is to cater to your clientele. And there's some tattoo shops where the way that they're dressing and acting is literally just catering to their clientele. Really you know, like, yeah. they're tattooing the same people that they are. It just makes sense. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude. I'm a really low-spoken clean cut kind of fucking guy in the first yeah. place so that's just who my clientele is mm-hmm. you know like yeah i don't really give a shit to say more than four words to somebody <laughs> that totally so, yeah yeah i tattoo a lot of a-type professionals i think who like how eccentric they say eccentric even though i'm just a fucking dirty weird guy right but they're like <laughs> they like coming and hanging out because like they're just they want to relax they want to treat themselves to something they want to have an experience right and that's tailoring the fucking steal your fucking name here it's tailoring that experience right to to them specifically and i've noticed like since we did yeah i was gonna say that was the whole the whole point in the tattoo shop right tailored fit we're tailoring everything custom to our client fucking brilliant dude like that's how it should be right i i I talked about this before with some people i think i might have made a video about it i don't know but there's these different classes and grades of shops, right? You have like the street shop, the flat shop, right? It's a very specific thing. You can have custom shops where custom shops, there's two grades. Right? There's the custom shop where they don't really do anything custom. They just pull everything off Google and trace it. And here you go. It's a custom shop, right? Then there's the custom shops. You know what I mean? Which these people are artists. They'll do both things. The full custom shop, you're getting their artwork, right? And then there's the high-end shop. And that's a, a creative experience it's much different than you know i'm gonna go and like i want that cherry creek rose right on my butt cheek you know it's not that's not that so yeah and that's where that i guess the jump for you came because like scarlet veil is a a fucking full custom shop like when you go in there you're not going to see people taking stuff out and tracing it and then like here you go you know like you got to fucking know how to draw your chops have to be up to snuff or you're not here (laughs) out right (laughs) but taylor is like Taylor Fit is a full custom. Like this is a high-end custom experience where people can come in and they, yeah. <clears throat> this um this episode okay, is brought to you by Custom Fit Tailored Fit Tattoo <laughs> by Tailored <laughs> Fit Tattoo Rogers, Arkansas. You too can have the best experience of your life with some really kick-ass fucking artwork. Um, <laughs> sorry, dude. <laughs> just completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> look at that asmr shit i got my fucking stuff hung up here i can't wait till that new boom i've ordered like a new mic i'm just gonna be fucking straight up all asmr everyone i want to redo the intro 
and just be like, hi, <laughs> maybe we'll do a fucking uh we could do one where we just go straight east coast irish the whole fucking time while we're doing the podcast right it. hi everyone welcome to the welcome to this fucking two dudes talk tattoo <laughs> it's a wicked awesome podcast about fucking tattooing i'm your co-host i love the i love the bears and the bruins the bears aren't from fucking boston fuck i fucked that up uh, <laughs> so yeah uh custom fit stuff because i can cut all of those shit so like what, what forced you to make that change? Like to step it up a notch? Like what, what was in you? Did you just see that there was more and you decided to fucking elevate like a little bit or what? I think it just fit uh, my work ethic better. Maybe. I, I don't even know really, but like, yeah, it's just the, the way that I step. see that it should happen, you know? Yeah. Right. You know, like I want people to walk in enjoy actually being there not have to worry about drama and bullshit and stupid ignorant craziness um but more specifically you know be able to take time to really get their idea across get the artwork drawn up have it literally fit their body perfectly you know because like they'll come in we'll actually trace and map out the body part it's going on do all the work you know and like that's the whole key like when somebody walks in i want them to see that like i take my job just as seriously as like your surgeon would take his job so like um do you think because i don't remember i think you told me how many shops you've worked in before but like have you you've been through the gamut we'll say you've run through like i do i've worked in every fucking type of shop i've worked in and i used to love the flash shop she's going i'm like i don't have to draw ever again we you know and just like fucking rock stuff but um (laughs) did you see like like as you're becoming more competent as you're becoming better at your job and you are like you're understanding i guess like your place more in the industry is it just like you keep taking steps because like that's just what's next you know like i still feel to this day that i'm completely on the outside of the industry (laughs) like uh i know that i have a lot of tattoo artist friends and shit like that you know friends I know a lot of tattoo artists, a lot of tattoo artists know who I am. Um, But I still like, I have such an outsider perspective on tattooing in general. You know, I still find it to be such a bizarre subculture or like, even like, I don't smoke weed, right? Like, I can't stand the taste of weed. I don't give a (laughs) shit about it. But I feel like I don't fit in with 80% of the people in the fucking tattoo industry because I don't smoke weed, you know? I yeah. don't really drink that much yeah. now. <laughs> I did when I was in my twenties, but uh, but like because of that, I feel like I don't fit in with X amount of you know tattoo artists. I yeah care about what I'm creating art wise, you know, and like tattooing on people. I've never once a single day in my career hidden a dick in a tattoo, so I don't get why yeah. dick jokes and tattoos are funny or any of that shit. Yeah, I so don't get that. I'm, I'm just a huge nerd that's somehow in the tattoo community yeah. that doesn't fit in with the tattoo community. Yeah. So it just makes sense that my tattoo shop doesn't mimic everyone all the rest of the tattoo them. shop in town. Yeah, because you're just in competition with yourself, right? It's not everyone else. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't try to view other tattoo shops as competition, mm. and I don't give a shit to be yeah. competitive with those tattoo shops doesn't make sense to me 
that's that that seems so it's fucking awesome you know like i i don't find myself now especially like in the past i don't know past five years specifically i think when i've gotten a little more solidified maybe it was my kids that did this which i know that's not going to be the same for everyone but i stopped i i always wanted to try and get better and i didn't understand like what my strengths were in the industry because i never had like I used competition as um, a, a guidepost, right? Like if somebody's able to do this, am I able to do that? It's not like I'm actually in competition, but I'm in competition with an aspect of this shop or this person or this place, you know? And I kept using that. And it just made me feel like shit because I was always trying to be like better. And then you like, people were like cheating. You know, I'd see like pictures on social media that had been edited and doctored and this now I'm like, that's not fucking fair, you know? And then everyone started to expect you to do that. It's like, well, this is how you do it. If you don't doctor your photos, you don't care about your work. I'm like, what doesn't make any sense. And I think maybe it's, I've been in it so long now I slowly got totally pushed out, you know, which is fine. Cause I didn't never fit in anyways. At least I, you know, I know now I totally didn't fit in, but um, I'm seeing like, as my stuff is evolving, like I'm taking a bit of a pivot, almost like, like how you are, like, you're just kind of like creating your own space, right? Like this is where I am in tattoo. Right. Yeah. It's taken me a long time to get that. It's like, I'm the science guy now. What do you do, Ryan? I, I'm an okay tattooer and I do a fuck ton of research. <laughs> you want to learn about this shit? Sure, I'll teach you. It's fine. Uh, can you tattoo? Yes, I still tattoo. I tattoo fucking all the time, right? But it's like, that's that's kind of also where we want to end up, you know, in the near future is with educating as opposed to just like, I dude, I'd love to have a fucking shop like yours. Oh my God, it's so beautiful. You got to put, we got to put pictures of this up. It's like the fucking, the art for the episode or something. Cause it's just gorgeous, you know, but I, I don't, I don't know if I could do that. I would like covet that fucking space. I'd be like anything. I just fucking, I turn it like a big, scary bear. I would be the negative force in there. Right. Cause it'd be mine. Ah, oh, fuck off. You know? <laughs> I'd have to go through this entire circle again. Right. Like fuck up the entire shop, then fix it. And then just give in. And then just enjoy the ride, right? It'd be like another 20 years. I feel like every shop is the prototype. Yeah. You know, like, so this shop's in beta. So my next shop will be better. In beta. So every <laughs> shop's just the beta shop. Yeah. So Scarborough Vale was like the beta. We had a really nice shop in Scarborough Vale. Really nice shop. But yeah. it was like, how do we make it nicer? Yeah. You know, so now we have a really nice shop in Arkansas. How do we make it nicer? in paris france i'm gonna see the shop in like five years like we live in the central part of paris i'm learning fucking french bro <laughs> you should see this place i bought a castle <laughs> i tattooed saudi royalty they're not supposed to do that anyways right um well, that's not good um problematic that's cool dude i actually know i've never thought about this because like we're going to be doing this i'm so wrapped up and trying to open a shop i'm not actually thinking about how it's supposed to feel you know so it's interesting right like you should walk in and have an immediate sense of whatever, whatever. you know like yeah it's like when you design you should a tattoo. be able to walk in and feel the vibe that you're supposed to get from that business you know it's like when you walk into chipotle you know exactly what the fuck's gonna happen yeah. <laughs> you're blowing out your asshole in 14 hours it's fine right <laughs> right get in line motherfucker <laughs> let's go you want extra but, guac? Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how it is like if you walk into a street shop you know exactly how that experience is going to yeah. go you're going to talk to somebody you're going to sit the fuck down and get a tattoo yeah that's 100, <laughs> you know? 150 bucks so, hour you're in yeah that that makes a lot of sense dude huh right so when you walk into our shop right your first thought is like wow this is weirdly like comfy 
Dude, I think that's <laughs> fucking hilarious because like our goal when we're doing everything tattooing is to answer stupid questions, right? Like if your design results in a bunch of stupid questions, you kind of didn't do your fucking job, right? If somebody can't understand it, if they need to have right. it explained to them, you didn't do very much, I guess, unless you're doing abstract and fuck you. Um, but I love that your shop, like when you walked into Scarlet Bale, it was a fucking high-end shop right? Like a, that's what hits you. This is a full fucking custom shop. Welcome to it. And now your new shop that step up is I want people to ask stupid questions. <laughs> what can, is, it, is this where I get a chai? Like, I don't know. Yeah, we do tattoos here. What? It smells like apple spice and fucking fall. Like I don't, it's so great. The next one is going to be like, you drop a container in the fucking ocean. And that's just like, welcome to the tattoo shop. <laughs> That's great, dude. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. We're like sitting here talking about this stuff and thinking like you seen pictures or I don't even know if you've ever been to, I never have, uh, but to like Horiyoshi 3's studio. He's always like my linchpin, right? Like a person, that, that's some bad fanboy. Over yeah. um, I mean, I've seen like videos and pictures, yeah. but I've never actually been there. Yeah. Small fucking place, you know, it's just simple. Like that's what I want. It's just like fucking mat on the ground, cross-legged people walking and be like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> uh you do tattoos yeah come lay down <laughs> just fucking a yeah, like the the best compliment i've gotten so far uh, had this guy walk in and it was right as i was like locking the door to close right so he comes up and he like jiggles the knob and the door was locked so he starts walking back to his truck i opened the door and i was like hey man i'm so here if you want to like come in and chat he walks in and he looks around and he goes you do tattoos, right? It's <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you know, uh, just, you know, what are your ideas? And he, he's still baffled and still kind of just staring around and shaking his head and shit, can't figure it out. <laughs> but uh, eventually we get into the tattoo idea and, you know, he has to see the rest of the shop. So we walk around the shop and he's just blown away. He's like, wow, man, yeah. I've never been in a tattoo shop that looks like this. This is really awesome. And he's like, I really love it here. Like, I would bring my daughter here just to, you know, like hang out. Whoa. That's like, that's fucking rad. <laughs> that's, a, that's like all of a sudden, like, that was it, right? When Brian right, like, knew that he made it right fucking then, it, uh, this was it. Oh, that's awesome. It's just like, he hit a level of trust just by, like, being in a building, you know? He's like, wow. yeah, I could totally bring my family here and they'd be perfectly fine. That's so cool. That made me a little emotional when you said that, like legit. I was like, dude, that would be, I, I was like, my head's tingly from it. I'm like, whoa. You know, like we, we get that with, um, with Alex's shop, Ivy up in, in Kent. Like people walk in, they go, what is this place? And you're like, we do tattoos. So they're like, this place is beautiful. It feels really calm. And they just kind of like, you know, like wander through the shop. Like what's back here? Come and see. Right. But like, it's it's really open and breathing it's not very you know like warm and cozy it's a little bit different i like seeing pictures of your place it's just like brings you in and gives you a hug you know it's like right. a fucking person you haven't seen that's awesome oh man it makes me want to do a shop like that but i fucking couldn't do it as good as you so i'm not <laughs> going to <laughs> i gotta aim weird i've got to go you're the fucking the best dude so i'm always just like that's that's the foundation and I'm like, I'm going to be, I won't be over here. You're just going to go hard rock cafe. Hard fucking rock cafe. You walk in, there's Tommy Lee sitting back there. Hi, I work the counter here. I'm like, Tommy <laughs> Lee. <laughs> oh, 
that would be fun oh i i would love to like have you have you found any other shops that gave that same vibe or like a very unique vibe as opposed to you know just this like the standard tattoo shop you know the red black and gold dark you know you walk in there's fucking classic rock new rock rap or something else plays all the same shit you know the same lettering you know i've always felt like tattoo shops were really formulaic you know so it's really few and far between where you find like a tattoo shop where you're like this is sweet you know um i don't think i've ever walked into a shop that feels like my new shop yeah so i'm i'm busting my head dude like that's why i dig it so much yeah i've worked at 60 different shops yeah (laughs) that's so cool 60 shops and all over like u.s and canada well not i never worked in canada all over the u.s (laughs) and uh (laughs) um I've never had them feel like that. I've, I've walked into shops where I've been in awe of the talent, you know, maybe right. not even the work, just, just the potential. You know what I mean? I've walked into shops that just felt fun, but I've never walked into a shop that felt comforting, you know? Right. They fucking nailed it, bro. Bing. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> big old I think up. a big part of it was making sure that we absolutely did not have glass display cases. Oh, here we go dude i fucking hate that shit oh it doesn't make any sense to me i don't it was like i don't get the it. number one thing was just like you know what fuck those stupid display cases you had you didn't but scarlet veil you had that little space where the computer was where you could check people out but there wasn't it wasn't like the fucking glass top display cases was it no we had a small no. like curio cabinet in the corner yeah that was it and then it we had the glass bookshelves that was yeah that's right it was just nice and clean that's right that fucking painting who is that dude the silk painter who does the japanese style stuff but it's like very westernized oh uh mike dorsey yeah mike dorsey oh fuck i remember seeing that. i was like damn is that real and you're like yep i'm like wow <laughs> but no none of that like hey come and buy our swag look we've got shirts up on the wall right you know these fucking spotlights are flashing or whatever and stuff yeah it's like yeah we don't have those at our shop either actually i wonder if alex did that on purpose too she's got like <laughs> your curios she has like three of those in a row and they've just got art in them i was like, right you can buy a print for five bucks or whatever it was i was like jesus this feels really open you know then you got like with the new place what's the artwork like on the walls is it all tattoo-y you know or is it different uh well most of it is if you go into the front room it's just my art um i expect that whoever's going to work with me and for me or whatever is going to make their own art and hopefully it'll fill a little bit of space but um it's like kind of tattoo-ish but it's not like it's your, in your face your tattoo-ish style. yeah right subtle yeah you're doing it's my weird illustrative stuff and yeah. then the next room we actually have art from artists from all over the place. So we have art from uh, Bob Million. Sherry Appling is in Oregon. She sent some artwork. Um, I had my oil paintings in there before they went to the gallery, but now they're in the gallery and it's a whole other place. Um, But I have some of my acrylic paintings there. Um, We were, we're still supposed to be getting art from like 
25 other artists but <laughs> i'm still so supposed a, to send you stuff list. down too i know i've got the big black and gray fucking weird realism shit that i have too i was going to send down and i haven't fucking gotten to it that's yeah cool. we opened the shop in like december and everybody was like stuck in this weird covid phase and it feels like we hit a point where everybody was just past covid so yeah. tattoo shops exploded <laughs> with business again yeah. so uh, we're just waiting for all the artists to get like a free five minutes where they can mail some shit. Yeah. All of a sudden, like it'll be October or something of this year. You're gonna get like nine thousand packages at your front door. Right. What the fuck? <laughs> Hi, Brian. We brought you some mail this year. Check out all this shit. This one's pretty. <laughs> That'd be fucking cool, man. Yeah, that's interesting. So, like, I yeah, like I said, I'm a huge. I'm just like the biggest fan of you, dude, and I love your fucking your shop. I just like. It screams like you, like perfection, right? And I'm, I'm thinking because I'm literally the antithesis of you as a human being. My entire <laughs> place is gonna, be, my entire place is just gonna be a fucking a bunch of bookshelves. I think like that's my thing. It's just books <laughs> all throughout it. Like, where's the art? Huh? Oh, yeah, we don't have any of that up. <laughs> we don't do that. <laughs> we don't do that. These are all reference books. What? Yeah, I don't use the internet anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we have a fallout shelter underneath the place where we actually do the tattoos and then uh we'll take you out of here on a moped <laughs> <laughs> we were actually thinking about getting um opening the shop in a car wash like an old car wash because there's one it's shut down now uh, up from the house where we actually live because it was robbed five times in a week at gunpoint <laughs> and so people that owned it were like deuces and they fucking just upped and left they moved to another part of the fucking city i don't know if that's uh, a and it's empty very <laughs> great idea okay i feel like there's a little foreshadowing happening here i might have an issue getting insurance on the place i don't know um it's difficult to get insurance in the portland area anyways right now um that's funny dude i was thinking that'd be kind of cool right you just get in like fucking pull your fucking car in Hi, what can we do for you? <laughs> Come and get a sleeve. We'll wash your car for you at the same time. Auto detailing. Or um, what was the other one we were thinking about? You know, like those huge industrial complexes that they built up here and they're, they're fucking empty, right? Just like, like rent a space, like lease it just right in the middle of the fucking thing, like this room, you know? <laughs> you gotta walk through this huge building, right? And if it ever does get filled up as an Amazon fulfillment center, you still have that space, right? You just gotta like don't worry, go down to Rojay's action movie. <laughs> walk through the, the big industrial complex with like yeah, hot metal and shit flying everywhere. Like, yeah, dude, totally. <laughs> you gotta figure out where the fuck we are. I can't find you. That's okay. Just keep looking. You'll get here eventually. <laughs> That'd be something that I think I would fit in. People right. be like, the guy does good work, but fuck if you can find him, dude. Took me, I was three hours late to my appointments. Oh, that's odd. Dude, fuck, that's, Jesus Christ, <laughs> that's good. How do you do that? That's, I'm fucking, I'm actually going to take a note here, actually, because I think that's fucking rad, dude. It would be such a juxtaposition. I fucking love that, too. Yeah, heavy metal. Um, Tattoos. Oh, here's one. Oh, that totally leads me into that. I was actually going to ask you about this through the week and I didn't. Um, how important is a name to you with this stuff? You know, like. I feel like it's like your first 
I don't want to say point of contact, but it's your first like insight or clue as to what's going to be going on in that business. You know, yeah. if your name doesn't fucking make sense, then what the fuck are you advertising with it? You know? Yeah. That's fucking great. Do you want to know the IP I bought the other day? <laughs> I got the what's website that? for the world's best tattoo shop.com. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I was thinking, I was thinking that's, pretty to the point and i didn't know if that would be smart to use it or not because like if people come in and it's an ironworks place and it's just me going yo with bookshelves around me that might be all right <laughs> i couldn't believe that no one had that ip yet i was like i went on like fucking whatever the search i was like i was gonna start buying some shitty domain names i was like I wonder if anyone's ever bought the world's best tattoo shop. And I bought all variances of her, like world's best, the world's best, <laughs> world's best tattoo dot shop, right? Like I got fucking everything. And I was like, this would be great to just like have a container, right? Put it in like an Albertsons parking lot with a big neon sign, right? And the inside is gorgeous, right? But the outside just looks like hot shit, right? Like <laughs> the fucking arrow pointing down, like fucking. It's like a. That scene from <laughs> Beetlejuice. It's just got a big ass arrow. It's yeah, dude. Literally. Perfect. Just like I thought that would be kind of funny. What do you think? It sounds great. Do you, do you want to partner up on this, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> kind fucking of, hard yeah. pass. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> it would be fucking hilarious, especially if, like if if people walked in and seen you there, it would be like well fuck <laughs> i was my bar when i came in it was it was down here dude when i left like wow you've really exceeded my expectations yeah we're really good at our fucking job hence the fucking name right <laughs> that's enough of a fucking shithead thing to do that i'd actually really i'd probably get tired of it in a year though you just be like well so, right you know world's best tattoo shop and he's like oh fuck Let's just change it to whatever, like two dudes a sandwich and a fucking tattoo or something. <laughs> uh, that's cool. 